Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Heritage Financial are not affiliated. Welcome back to Making Money Fun. I am John Jagge, joined as always by Shanna Tinger from Heritage Financial Strategies in Phoenix. Shanna, always good to be with you. Yeah, it's great to be here. So we're recording this on September 29th, so a few days before this releases, so all information today accurate as of today. We're talking about what's going on in the markets. Does that mean we're in a recession and more? Uh, Lots to talk about today, Shanna. (laughs) Yeah, we do have a ton to talk about and a lot of stuff going on in the news. And a lot has really happened in the market since the Federal Reserve decided to raise interest rates three quarters of a percent or 75 basis points. And so I really want to unpack all of that today with you. Yeah, let's start there. Back on June 27th, we did an episode called Are We Headed Toward a Recession? You said you didn't think at the time, that's, you know, a quarter ago that we weren't headed to a recession. (laughs) You still feel that way? Yeah. I mean, there's more evidence that we might be in a recession today or headed in that way than there was earlier this summer for sure. But The bottom line is we still aren't sure. And we might not be sure until next year sometime. Wait, not until next year? (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of how it works, John. Um, There are a number of indicators that the news doesn't talk about that are very positive in our economy. And so there's no real clear-cut answer if we're in a recession. Right, so a lot of people make a big deal. Are we or aren't we? Are we in a recession? Are we not in a recession? But it seems like we're so close to that line of demarcation as to whether or not we are or not. Whether it's officially a recession or not, it doesn't really change a lot on the economic front for a lot of folks at the kitchen table and at the gas pump and all that, whether we are over or before that specific line of the sand, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's my point is there will be a academic approach to assessing whether or not we're in a recession that likely won't come until next year. But as I said on the podcast on the 27th of June, and you can go back and listen to it if you want to hear the party line, (laughs) we have a really different economic situation today and this year than we have in past recessions. And there are two real indicators of that that the news doesn't talk about that I wanted to bring to the front of this conversation. Okay. You know, from our perspective, John, having the increase in inflation, the increase in prices of goods and services, that puts pressure on our wallets for you and I and the folks that are listening. Of course. But it likely just means that we cut back on some things here or there. It doesn't necessarily mean that we can't afford to put gas in our tank or buy groceries. We just have to be more careful around certain things. And maybe we spend our money a little bit differently. And that's one of these key indicators that I'm referring to that give me a lot of hope for our economy. Um, There are a couple of things that don't get talked about very much. And one of them really gives me some warm and fuzzies, and that's our household debt to income ratios. So in 2008, when we saw the real estate market crash, a good bit of the reason why the stock market and the job market and the real estate market crashed all at the same time was that folks like you and I were mortgaged to the hilt. Um, There were a lot of people that were using their house as an ATM. (laughs) (laughs) It's a blunt way to put it, but it's true. (laughs) It is. And it's, we knew it was bad at the time, but mortgage companies continue to refinance and refinance and refinance. And it got to a boiling point and a lot of people lost their houses. Right. We've taken our lessons from that, fortunately. And currently today, 
the household debt to income ratios or debt to asset ratios as well are at their lowest point that they've ever been, John. And that's a good thing, right? It's a really good thing because that means we have assets, houses, cars, investments, 401ks that far exceed the debt that we have in our households, which gives us margin when prices of goods and services go up. For some folks, while the pandemic was awful for many people personally, physically, health-wise, financially, there were some folks who, when they got those government checks, they used it to pay down some debt. They used it to get into a better financial situation. So you're right. It has a little bit more buffer. It has a little bit more wiggle room for when the gas goes over X amount dollars per gallon or when the price of fruit and vegetables and meat at the grocery store go up. That is really interesting that we do have a little bit more buffer than, say, when it hit the fan in 2008. Yeah, exactly. And it's a drastic difference between 2008 and 2022. And so that helps us weather the storm, regardless of whether winter recession or not. The other thing that is really stark, if you look at a lot of the government statistics, is they talk about the indicator of recession being the fact that we're spending so much less on goods, things like cars and appliances and computers and whatnot. And that bell curve has dropped off drastically since COVID hit. And what they're saying is that that is an indicator that we're in a recession. Well, if you look at the other piece of it that they don't talk about on the news, <laughs> what we're spending on services has drastically increased. Really? Things like cleaning people and somebody to help us prepare our food and travel experiences. Those types of things have drastically increased. And so it's a really interesting dichotomy. Obviously, the news and you know, regular news outlets like to talk about the negative things because that's what sells advertising. But there are some positive things going on in our economy right now that really make me feel hopeful that either we're not in a recession or if we are, it's going to continue to be very different going forward. I know we've talked about it on before, but and I'm not trying to paint the media or pick political sides here, but any media's goal is to drive clicks and eyeballs. And yep. the sky is falling, chicken little drives those clicks and eyeballs a lot more. I thought it was really interesting what you said about goods versus services, because as you're talking about goods and the decrease in consumption, I'm thinking about the chip shortage, you know, here in Detroit, automotive is really big, obviously. Yep. And then, of course, that relates to computers and things like that as well. But then the service is going up. I'm thinking about the pent up demand for travel that we yes. saw blow up over the summer as folks were kind of emerging from hopefully the back end of COVID and all the things that folks were doing yep. and going out and doing because they've been locked in their houses for two years. That is really <laughs> interesting. I hadn't thought about it. We Everybody talks about the goods uh, being down, but the spending on services being way up. I find that really interesting. It's a good point. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, for sure. And that really, um, if you normalize those two things and kind of average them, it shows you a much different picture of how people feel about our economy today. Absolutely. So bottom line, Shanna, for our listeners, what does this mean for investors and listeners and just everyday, you know, Joe and Jane? Well, I know my clients are going to get tired of hearing this from me, but um, the best thing to do is nothing in these types of <laughs> environments. We might be making some tax moves, doing some tax loss harvesting. We might be making some moves to do Roth conversions or contribute to folks' retirement accounts because now's a great time to contribute if you haven't done so for the year 2022. But the very worst thing to do is to make a long-term emotional decision based on a short-term problem. And what we've seen in the market for the last week and a half with the sell-off that's happening 
is absolutely individual investors making a long-term financial decision based on short-term fear. And we both know that fear is false evidence appearing real. I like that. And that is what's happening in the market today. And full disclosure, Shanna is not my financial advisor, but my financial advisor sends out a, week, a monthly email or and stays in contact with all of his clients, including us individually, and says, hey, hold tight, hold tight. Don't, uh, don't react to these short-term things in the market. And look, I'll speak from personal experience here. It's painful. My wife and I have been contributing a lot to our retirement the last several months. And we've watched that number go down. We put it in and it drops. We put it in and it drops. But in talking to you over 75 or so episodes of this podcast, Shanna, we, I know <laughs> that as you zoom out on the graph, the, that historically speaking, while past performance does not indicate future results, historically speaking, as you zoom out, the market tends to grow. So we're kind of just having to bite that piece of leather between our teeth and grit our teeth and say, <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's going down. It's a little frustrating to watch. It's a little nervous to watch that number drop, but we're going to be patient with it over the long term because we still have, you know, 15, 20 years till we retire. Yeah, exactly. And I saw a statistic yesterday that I'll end with, and that is after years like this one, the subsequent year, the following year, 90% of the time, the S&P is up 20% or more following a year like this year. So while we can't promise or guarantee anything for next year, my money, if I were to bet on it, would be that next year is going to be a lot of green after this year being a lot of red. And so holding tight is absolutely the right thing to do. Let me uh, open the door to my studio here and yell up to my wife that I've got some good news for her after uh, we get done recording here. (laughs) Shanna, always good to be grounded and have the perspective. If somebody wants to come talk to you about their personal financial situation, anything related to investing or their future, how do they find you and your team at Heritage Financial Strategies? Go to heritagefinancialstrategies.com, click the schedule a consultation button in the top right corner. We'd love to chat with you. Always a pleasure, Shanna. Thanks for the uh, deep breath. We'll talk again soon. (laughs) Thanks, John.